Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30 plus hotels in the best college towns and get this, you can save up to 30% off with the code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any graduate hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So, here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like a full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. All from TireRack.com. TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. America, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, live and direct from the greatest city in the world, City of Angels. Oh, the traffic. Oh, the taxes. People keep moving here. Why do you think that is? Because it's 75 and sunny every day. That's right. Uh, we have seasons here. The good one. Let's get after it. Uh, Eddie House going to join us. Former LeBron James teammate will discuss possible destinations for Kyrie Irving. I guess we're supposed to be surprised. I'm supposed to be surprised that the Cleveland Cavaliers are proceeding with great uh, seriousness and focus. Is that what it was, Dan Beyer? That uh, Dan Beyer joining us, of course, he's, uh, he said great seriousness and focus in terms of their, uh, he's quoting a story and how they're going to, uh, how they want to proceed in trying to trade Kyrie, right? Wasn't that what the, what the quote was? I just, yeah, I think, I think that's what it was. Hey, look, you don't go to the divorce attorney and say like, hey, I want out. 
and then and then make make it and then all of a sudden you get back together. Dan, what was the what was the quote? They're proceeding with what? Incredible seriousness. Incredible end quote. Seriousness. We're gonna. It's incredibly serious. That's incredibly serious that we're going to be focused and try. Yeah. Doug, it's not. It's not moderate here. We're talking about In- incredible. Incredible. Incre- incredible. Seriousness. It's very serious. It's like Bill Belichick level serious. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna trade the player. We're gonna we're gonna move on. Yeah, but look, I I don't don't call me surprised because once it gets out there, it's over, it's all over, and the only question is, uh, you know, what are they going to trade for in return? Uh, this is from Chris Haynes of ESPN. LeBron James invites Derrick Rose to work out in Las Vegas along with Eric Bledsoe. Phoenix has been a possible destination. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll talk about that with Eddie House. He's going to join us in 15 minutes. Um, it's not the news, it's the reaction to the news. Now, look, there's, there's two ways, there's two ways in which you handle bad news. Right? One is you shoot the messenger. This happens in politics. It happens in pop culture. It happens probably in your life, you know, where somebody gives you bad news and you question the credibility of the person who delivered the news, not the actual news itself. That's not where we are anymore um, with concussions and CTE. When Benjamin Amalu first came out with the, the studies and the finding, there were people that questioned him, his, uh, uh, his uh, validity, his, um, how valid he was as a chemist, right? And, and, and the science that he used. And there was a little bit of that yesterday, a little bit of it. They weren't questioning the actual doctors involved in the study, Instead, they were questioning, well, why wasn't there a control group? And you will hear people uh, say, like, look, anybody who donates their brain to science knows there's something wrong with the brain, so it's going to skew in the way of guys that have brain issues. But I told you yesterday that this is nothing more than 21st century version of big tobacco, that football is bad for you, really, really, really bad for you. Really bad for you. It's always been bad for you for your neck and your back and your hips and your knees. And we've always kind of known that. And what's maybe craziest about it is that football has been able to become our nation's most popular sport in spite of, not because of, the dangers to our kids when they play it. Like you will hear like you hear all kinds of players like you can get hurt crossing the street like you can but (laughs) you don't sign up to cross the street in traffic and not at the rate to which you can be paralyzed playing in football it just it's it's all about increasing levels of risk so yesterday the story came out in the new york times we reacted to it i told you exactly what you were going to hear from people and now it's been a 24 hour 24 hour news cycle and, um, and you know, between former players and broadcast, look, we all love football is the lifeblood of sports radio. Okay, let, let me kind of explain how sports radio works. Okay, football's king. It's king. I, I, people, are like, oh, you're a basketball guy. Like I've been a sports radio host for 15 years. I've also been a college basketball analyst for 15 years. There might be one month out of the year to which I can legitimately carry a show talking about a college basketball topic. And it's maybe the one day in which it can be every moment of the show is when somebody from Duke, like Grayson Allen, trips a player and that sort of reaction. Like, that, that's the only time. Other than that, like, 
We are ruled by football. Look at the ratings in sports radio. Look at the ratings in sports TV. Football, 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 football. Football is king. So I do think that some of the reaction you hear from people is based upon the fact that there's a fear. Hey, this football thing could go away. And if this football thing diminishes in value, it hurts all of us. Right? It hurts radio. It hurts TV. It hurts our bottom line. Now, I, I, you have to listen to what people are saying and understand how it, it relates not at all to the actual story of yesterday. Seth Joyner was an outstanding football player. He's a good football analyst. Okay? But he also, you're talking about the lifeblood of his career. So he was on with Colin, Colin Cowherd about an hour ago. He said this about the study. Um, there's so, so many life skills that you learn from the game. And I want my son to experience that. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm aware that there are some dangers. And if he has a concussion, then it might be time for him and I to sit down yeah. and have a discussion. Long term, do we continue to do this or not? Um, I, I know he loves the game. Um, I enjoy watching him play. Uh, I know that there are some inherent dangers. But if he wants to play, I'm not going to take that. I'm not going to take that away from him um, because of fear, because I don't live my life from a, from a position of fear. It, this is not about scaring you. This is not about scaring you about football. This is about educating you. It's about showing that there are there are rid, ridiculous risks. And it's also the idea of, well, if he gets a concussion, then we'll talk about it. Like, no, no, no. The whole idea is. Your head is under constant trauma when you're playing this sport. I heard Colin Cowherd say, well, like, look, players aren't playing as long. That's because their bodies are getting beaten to tatter, beaten and tattered. And it's not actually true. Like, some players are playing longer. Average career of an NFL player is only four years. But it's always been a, sh- a shortened career. Oh, the equipment is better. We told you yesterday. That's like filters on cigarettes. You're still getting that tar in your in your uh, in your lungs. Oh, they're not hitting as often. That's the you know what we'll do. I'm only going to smoke one pack a day or two packs a day. I'm going to cut back, Doc. I promise to you. Well, you know it doesn't happen to everybody. Not every person who smokes gets lung cancer. They do not. But that doesn't stop us from putting smoking. If like if you travel overseas, they. It, all it says is smoking kills on the side of, of cigarette boxes. Because it does. And football maims. I, look, I'm not telling you I'm not going to cover football. I'm not telling you that football is not going to drive the bus on this show up, up until and through the Super Bowl. And we'll cover college football. And we're going to go to college football sites on Fridays. And dude, I love everything about football. And I agree with Seth Joyner. It does teach you incredible life lessons. But that doesn't have anything to do with the study that came out yesterday where 110 former NFL players who had donated their brains to science out of 111 had some form of CTE. Like those are numbers to which if you don't drop your coffee and go, holy crap, we got a huge problem here. This isn't even to the the NFL knew. I'm sure they knew and I'm sure former football players knew, but they didn't know to this level. They didn't know to this gravity. They suspected, they assumed, but now you know. Football, played over a prolonged period of time, causes brain damage. Okay? And the idea that, well, we'll wait till he has a concussion, and then maybe we'll talk about whether or not he still wants to keep doing it. Like, this is not about fear. We're not trying to scare you. 
trying to educate you what is much more likely to happen if you continue playing the sport. And it's a huge, huge problem because for colleges and universities, they take this information. That's the lifeblood of their athletic department. College basketball programs don't make money. And no other sports program, with a couple exceptions, there's like two women's basketball programs to make money. There's a couple of baseball programs that might break even, make a little money. Everything else is a money loser, except for football. So when it's the one thing that makes money, like you become super protective of it. And you start finding, well, well maybe we'll practice less. We're going to smoke cigarettes less, right? Maybe we'll increase the equipment. Yeah, we're going to filter the cigarettes. Uh, these are this is skewed data. It might be, but the data should be alarming. You're trying to scare us. No, we're trying to educate you. Judge a story based upon the reaction to the story, and because there haven't been enough people invested in football saying this is a problem, we have to take a good long look at do you have do we ever have high school football? Right. Like flag football is fun. It, like, well, it doesn't teach. Why doesn't it? it? Obviously, you don't have the blocking. You don't have the tackling. But you also don't have the brain damage. I'm fascinated by people's reaction to that story. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Boom, what up? It's Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Rob Parker is going to join us, say some crazy stuff because that's what Rob Parker does. But this crazy stuff comes from sourcing. Could it be that Kyrie Irving is not snivelly, whiny, first-world problems, as people would say. Instead, he's like, yo, LeBron doesn't even like me. Wait to hear what Rob Parker has found out. Um, bomb track. Look, I, I do think it's it's always interesting to me on how we cover these press conferences as if everything they're saying is completely 100% factual and honest. We're just kind of waiting and deciphering and trying to figure out exactly what somebody means. Dan Gilbert is the owner of the Cleveland Cavaliers. He searched and searched and searched far and not so wide and decided to hire Colby Altman to be his newest general manager. Colby Altman was an assistant general manager. He was on the staff there. They looked all around. They tried to, they tried to woo Chauncey Bills. Chauncey's like, eh, no. And so Colby Altman today was, uh, was named general manager and the announcement was made official. Uh, Kobe had this to say in regards to Kyrie Irving's future. This thing is not broken. We are a very successful organization, and we're going to continue to, to drive for that success, uh, get better and grow. Obviously, adjustments need to be made every year, but I want us to be very prideful of where we are as an organization. He's a core piece of what we've done. Kyrie is a tremendous player. He has made great contributions to this franchise, and we enjoy him as a player. Again, it's like it's like Prescott. Like, what's he supposed to say? Like, the, what is the what would the win be if he's like, look, we're trying to trade Kyrie. Don't want to be here. My first order of business is to find the right trading partner. I'm going to work with my owner Dan Gilbert, and we're gonna we're gonna try and figure this thing out because uh, we've had some discussion. Like, what would what is the win in that? So I'd love to say that, like, oh my God, I learned so much from it. They did say that Indy could have gotten more in return, right? Could have gotten more in return. 
But again, that's from Indy's, that's from their perspective. I don't think the Indy trade is nearly as bad for the Indianapolis Pace, Indiana Pacers as people will perceive it because they basically got two as opposed to they didn't take on any bad contracts. Remember, if you're going to take on, when, when you're going to trade players around, what are you going to, unless you, you're not going to get necessarily dollar, you can't get dollar for dollar value for Paul George, right? So a lot of, most people believe that Kevin Love would have been sent in return. And while you might think Kevin Love is a better player than Victor Oladipo, you'd probably be right. You think he's a better player than um, than DeMontis Sabonis, you'd probably be right. I mean, you would be right at this point. One, it wasn't just going to be Kevin Love for Paul George. Secondly, I don't know if you want Kevin Love at that expensive contract, if he's really the future. And the, the stronger likelihood is, like, yeah, you could have gotten more, more good, and probably a little bit bad. Why did you take all that bad cut? Well, everybody said we should have gotten more. Like it doesn't, it just doesn't work out that way. You got to give to get. But um, fascinated by, by Dan Gilbert and Colby Altman sitting down. Hey, nothing to see here. Kyrie's a core piece of what we're doing. At any point, I haven't heard it's 37-minute press conference. I haven't read every quote. I haven't read any quote. Uh, I've read Dan Gilbert on Colby Altman. I'm as proud as I've ever been to name somebody a general manager. I've never felt as well as I do about him. Although he wasn't his first choice, right? But hey, I wasn't my wife's first choice. That's not that big of a deal. You know, so, look, I, I think unless... Dan Gilbert came out and said, unequivocally, we are not trading Kyrie Irving. Remember, no one has said that. No one has said that what what is reported that Kyrie said is a lie, is not true. No one even in 37 minutes of press conference have said, this is not happening. They've said, Kyrie's great. We love Kyrie. We're in a good place. We're just going to keep trying to get better. Like, all of these things are all very bland statements you'd expect to hear at a press conference for a team that doesn't want to tell you anything. What's the win in telling you anything? What is the win? What did you expect to hear? There's nothing that actually changes. Unless there was complete and total denial. Um, then I think it would be worth going through and parsing everything that Altman's, Altman said everything that Dan Gilbert said. Kobe Altman was asked directly if he planned on trading Kyrie Irving. Here's what he said. I have to ask straight up, do you intend to trade Kyrie? I don't want to talk about that. That's, again, like I said today, we've been in touch with his representation and it's a fluid situation. I think a lot of it's been overblown. Um, I think the people that are in this building every day haven't seen any of that animosity. Uh, this is, uh, and along with Kevin Love, this is a group that has got us to three straight finals and won an NBA championship together. They play, they play great together on the floor, and a lot of that I, I do think is overblown, and we haven't seen uh, a lot of this animosity that's sort of been out there in the media. You know, I think you also have to look at history sometimes. You know, I mean, you look at the other Kobe, not this Kobe, Kobe Bryant. I think there was a time where he was 
calling radio stations and saying he was going to demand to be traded, and I think won two or three championships after that point. I mean, you know, things happen, and you never know. I'm not saying that that happens here, but there's, you know, the possibilities of what will happen are wide, and it's not just one path or one track. It's kind. Of, I think Dan Gilbert kind of gave us a tell there, didn't he? Didn't he? I mean, think about the Bulls. Had they simply wanted to inc- include Luol Deng back in the day, they would have gotten Kobe Bryant, and history would have changed. Kobe Bryant did ask to be traded. He did go on with Rick Buecher. I was on the radio at the time. He did go on with Rick Buecher and say, I want to be traded. I'm, my, my work is done here. What was it from? Uh, uh, was it Slapshot? Trade me right bleeping now and hang up the phone. So, I, But I do think Dan Gilbert, remember, there is no... We're not trading him. Colby Altman's like, it's a fluid situation. That's the best answer, non-answer ever. Try that one with your... It's always like, try that one with your wife. Did you cheat on your wife? It's a fluid situation. I'd rather not speak to that right now. It's a fluid situation. Did you steal that car? It, Mr. Uh, Officer, it's a fluid situation. Right? The fluid situation. I, I don't want to talk about something that's continually uh, ongoing, and I, I don't want to share details. Like this is a, a fairly simple. It, it wasn't even. Are you going to trade Kyrie Irving? Are do, do you, is that your intent to trade Kyrie Irving? Now you could have asked him what's the likelihood that Kyrie is in camp. They asked him uh, what the chances of remaining in camp. He said, "Sure, I expect him to be in training camp." And they asked him, "Right? Well, yeah, what, again, what is he going to say?" But if you if you listen to Dan Gilbert, he's like, look, I remember Kobe Bryant wanted to be traded, and then he and then he couched. He was like, I'm not saying that's going to happen. And he's sitting there going, like, look, yeah, we're going to trade him, but if we're not going to get a really good deal for him, then we won't trade him. But there was no, we are not trading. Look, look me in the eye. We are not trading Kyrie Irving. I'll give you a personal example of how this happened to me. In 2000. I was playing in Renana, Israel, playing professionally. And the year before, the team had played in the FIBA Euro League, which is the top league internationally. My year, we played in the Israeli League, and we played in what's called the Korach Cup, which is like the third highest uh, international uh, league tournament, whatever. But because they had overextended themselves, uh, the teams then you got money from your sponsor, and you got money from the city. And they were just running in a debt. And so they would do this stupid stuff to where my contract was supposed to be in dollars, but technically it was in shekels and it had to be transferred to dollars. And like on the first of the month, it wouldn't be in there. when It's supposed to be wired directly to my account in the States. And you could check it online, right? And I remember checking my account online, like, where's the money? And then like, like it's coming, it's coming. And then like three, four days later, it would be there, but it would be missing like $70. Like $70. And uh, I just remember thinking, like, why is it missing $70? Like, well, because the, the, the rate, you know, the shekel versus the dollar, the dollar was down versus the shekel. So what the, I figured they started doing was just to save a little bit of extra money, they would wait until it was a more favorable rate, and then and only then would they put the money in your account. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. You have got to be kidding me. So 
Uh, it gets to March, and or it's come out. It's February, and I have a a, a friend whose his name's Maz Track. He's actually an assistant coach with the Wizards. He takes over a team in Phoenix in the ABA. He calls me. He's like, "Hey, if you ever can get loose from that Israeli contract, come play for me in the states. You won't make as much money, but the NBA guys come to our league, the ABA. They don't come. Obviously, they don't watch you play in Israel. And I want to take a shot at the NBA. And I didn't love playing for my coach and. We were like in fifth or sixth place. And my season was going to be over in early May, but because I was playing as an Israeli with an Israeli contract, I would have had to stay there until June in order to collect all of my, my salary was paid out over a 10-month cycle. In addition to that, um, in addition to that, I would have had to do a little basic training in the Army during the month of June. Because I was an Israeli citizen. So, again, in order to collect all my money, I would have had to stay in Israel, not play in NBA Summer League, not come to the states where I wanted to come, had to do basic training, and uh, and stay there just to collect money that they were nickeling, diamond me on anyway, right? So I go to the president of the team, and I was like, listen, I will fulfill all the obligations of my contract. I will go to basic training. I will stay here and train with the team because I had a one-plus-one deal. I'll stay with the team, and we'll work out in June, even if we get eliminated early in the playoffs, because that's that I sign my name on the contract. But the contract says this amount per month, and I kept getting shortchanged $50, $70, $120. Like, that's a bunch of bull. If you give me your word as a man, you don't have to sign anything. Just look me in the eye and say, we're going to make sure you get every penny that you're owed. I will stay here. You know what he said to me? He said, we will do the best we can. I was like, no, 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 no. I, I don't, like, I, I don't want to get this lost in translation. All you have to do is look me in the eye and say, we will get you all of your money. Give me your word. He said, we will do the best we can. And I was like, all right, um, March 1st is my last game. I'm flying home after the game. So I told him. The same thing goes for Dan Gilbert today. If Dan Gilbert wasn't trading Kyrie Irving, he would have said, are you guys trading Kyrie Irving? No. Look me in the eye. No, we're not trading Kyrie Irving. He will be on the team. He will be our point guard. He is, our, he is one of the future assets we will not part ways with. They didn't tell you, so they told you all you need to know. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. I encourage you to uh, follow my wife. Uh, what is her? What is her uh, Instagram account? Um, her and my dog traveling cross country. She's got all these great posts. Very very funny. At Angie DG uh, is her. Yeah, that's what it is, right? Uh, at yeah, at Angie DG. Her and my dog traveling cross country. Uh, they've been all over. They were in Memphis last night. They're in Oklahoma today. She took the dog to Sonic. That's a Oklahoma. She's a she's a big Sonic. Anyway, um, so we're getting closer and closer to football season. And I don't think it's a, it's a story that you cover within football season. The context of it is yesterday, story came out, New York Times, new study of 111 donated brains from former NFL players. 110 of them have CTE. And I'm fully aware there wasn't a control group. I'm fully aware that this was only football brains. And that uh, there are some other sports which can lead to more concuss- concussions and possibly to, to brain damage. You know, people, they've stopped heading headers in youth soccer. 
but like the fact is, can you remember the story of the soccer player, the hockey player, anyone outside of a boxer having like early onset dementia, Alzheimer's, ALS, or just brain damage or massive memory loss or killing themselves as a former athlete. You remember that from any sport other than football? It's not just because we publicize it. It's because the numbers are there. They are real. They are tangible. So the story comes out and look, there was a little bit of not necessarily killing the messenger. No one went after the doctor because the doctor, it was, is fully reputable. And he said, this is not a purely scientific study. We, we use science to study the brains that were donated to us. But I think there's a healthy fear, not just from players, but also from broadcasters as we're trying to find a way, how can we keep football going? How can we protect this great game that is the lifeblood of sports television and sports radio? Colin tried to do it today. Here's, I'll play for you three different points he made and how he's actually making my point about, really, this is nothing more than big tobacco from 25 years ago. Here's I was talking to a USC coach a couple days ago. He said, we're going to quit hitting in September. He goes, we just don't hit as much at practice. We're watching, we're listening, we want healthy players. We'd rather have healthy players than fatigued players. I'm talking to college coaches, and they're just hitting less and less and less. I'm talking to youth coaches. They're not hitting at all. Yeah, I'm talking to youth coaches, but they're not hitting at all. Look, all that is saying is, hey, um, we're smoking a, a couple packs less a week. right? You're still smoking? Yes. You're still hitting? Yes. We're just doing it less often. Players are retiring early, and I believe they should, especially interior linemen. You should retire late 20s. I think that's right. Go to college, get a degree, finance, business, architecture, medicine, whatever you want. Go to the NFL if you can make money, do. 28 years old, don't sign a third contract. Go home, sit out. Right. Now, if you're healthy and you feel great, fine. But if you retire early, got no problem with that at all. They're retiring early because their body's breaking down, because they know their body's not right. They're not retiring early because they want to, because they understand, they, they have this understanding that if I take more physical contact, uh, I'm somehow going to get CTE. They're retiring early because their body has completely broken down because the game is more, not less violent than it used to be. There is a continuing diligence and improvement of football equipment, mostly headgear. In fact, I've already been contacted by a company about a year ago. Zoltan Mesko was a punter, went to Michigan, punted for the New England Patriots, called me out of the blue and said, would you like to invest in a company? I don't know why I didn't, because it's a really smart company. Improved headgear. Yeah, listen, this is filtered cigarettes. We talked about this yesterday. You're still smoking cigarettes. I'm not smoking as much, but I'm smoking filtered cigarettes, okay? And I'm only smoking a pack a week. But you're still smoking cigarettes? It's still more likely that you're going to get cancer. And you're going to get kids and the people around you, right? So I, I don't actually think these are reasonable ways of thinking you're going to get brain damage out of football. It's a huge problem. And instead of just saying, we got a problem, we got to figure out, do we just play flag football in high school? Coaches, players, broadcasters are just trying to talk their way around it. All right, uh... The Gorman boys, I'm sure, are going to talk about um, a Dan Gilbert press conference where he announced Kobe Altman as the new general manager. All you need to know about it was they were asked directly, are, do they intend to trade Kyrie Irving? And because the, the word no was never uh, uttered, 
That's all you need to know, right? Well, you know, Kobe once wanted to be traded, then wasn't traded. and blah, 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 blah. Like, do, do you intend to trade Kyrie Irving? If the answer is no, then the, he might be lying, but he didn't even lie to us. Didn't even lie to us, which told you all you need to know. Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns, and get this, you can save up to 30% off with the code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any Graduate Hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So, here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.